Younger, Season 7, Episode 12. It's a series about a woman in her 40s who poses as a 26-year-old so that she can find a job, flirt with guys half her age, and party like it's 1995. This show is the incarnation of a middle-aged lady's fantasy. If you combine the readers of Fifty Shades of Grey with those who own, like, Sex in the City on box set, that's the majority of the audience here. 85% of them are women. Everything is targeted toward female empowerment. Liza, Maggie, Kelsey, Lauren, those are your main women characters. They all receive some form of closure and success, whether it be in their jobs or relationships by the end of this finale. And as for the guys, well, there's really only one guy, and his name is Charles, and he also gets sort of a nice send-off. I'm not really surprised I haven't heard of this show before, but I am surprised they were able to run seven seasons on the same premise. It's impressive, weird, and that's why we're going to break it down in today's episode. So right out of the gate, I'm hit with the previously, which tells me one thing. The dialogue is not the strength of this show. No, it's usually the events that take place. Okay, yeah. So like the highlights that we get right at the start is that Charles has proposed to Quinn, right? Mm. And then you get someone who yells, everyone likes a push-up contest. And then he has a heart attack. <laughs> and, and then the next like cut to is, I had the greatest doctor who saved my life. And then Max walks in. And Lauren is like, oh, my God, it's my ex. <laughs> yeah, no. And then you get, um, I couldn't get on the plane. What? Why? And this is our main characters, like, the two love. And he's like, "I, because I was with the wrong person. It's almost and then like they the kiss. Friends finale. Yeah. I was, there was a yeah, YouTube video. Yeah, it is like the Friends finale. There was a YouTube video that went over the first six seasons. I think it was released right before the seventh one dropped. And it, obviously, if you have seen the show, these scenes weren't surprising to you. But for me, it just kept on getting better and better and better. Like in the season two finale, Liza has her secret almost revealed, but the person that is about to reveal it gets crushed by like a thing that's falling from the top of a skyscraper. <laughs> like it just I like an it, ER helicopter, basically. Right, exactly. Yeah, and it felt like this show continually just kept on trying to up the stakes as the seasons went on. Just over this one secret, the fact that she's posing as a younger version of herself. Right, and I think <laughs> that like by season six, the secret gets completely out. Yes, because by this episode everybody knows what's up in fact it becomes part of the plot that everybody knows what's mm -hmm. up one of the other things is like in the first season the person who was cast in this role must have been in like her late 30s so early Foster, 40s yeah i think so but like you so i saw the trailer to the first episode before i watched the mm -hmm. last episode and you can tell the difference in her age like i don't know how many years have gone by in the show's timeline but because seven years have gone by in real life she may have looked like she could have passed as 26 in the first season but by now she definitely could not have. I, yeah i think that i think it's been about seven years in the show time as well but she oh, was really? on yeah but she was on a tv show prior to this called bunheads that got canceled and then darren star it's funny you mentioned sex in the city is the person who wrote sex in the city uh yeah i mean it's new like york that. and it also it just steals directly from those type of right 
right. So so that's why they casted her. She was. They were like, oh yeah, she could definitely work for this role. Yeah. So let's get into the episode. It's called Older. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Liza's waking up in bed with Charles, who we've previously determined has left Quinn. I guess. Right. And uh, it looks like they're going to be together throughout the entire finale. Right. The uh, the whole series revolves around Team Charles or Team Josh, kind of like uh, the Twilight thing. Oh really? Team so Jacob. Josh is actually a pretty big character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's I saw him. He does come up in the show. Yeah. But for I, the longest time, I thought Charles was the only straight guy on the show. <laughs> no, but and for a while, even the only guy. It Literally, was, it was just all women all the time. Yeah, it was supposed to. I think the last episode was supposed to end with them finally getting together, and that was supposed to be a big relief moment for a lot of fans. Like, oh, they're finally. You yeah. Know. So they wake up in bed together, and Charles gets this text. And Charles reminds me a lot of like Howard Hamlin from Better Call Saul. He looks like him, and he sort of acts like him in a certain way. He's a good boss. And later on, I realized that he is the boss of the Empirical Company, which is this giant publishing firm that started in, I guess, the 20s, since his grandfather bought the rights to Fitzgerald. Whatever. Anyways, uh, getting to the bedroom scene, they're together. They're happy. Quinn texts Charles saying, you traded Mystique for a big mistake. And Mystique is in the Caribbean island is probably where she is. We don't see her the entire episode. I think her arc is done. It's just there to blackmail Liza in a way. But Liza goes home to her Brooklyn apartment where her roommate confronts her. And I recognized her roommate from Entourage. And she's talking about this date that she has later on uh, that we actually see. And then Liza goes to the publishing company and starts gabbing with the girls, uh, with Lauren, about how she still likes Max after he saved her father. So it's just a lot of, like, girl talk about that doesn't pass the Bechdel test. I mean, the Bechdel test was created for the purposes of, like, men-centric shows whenever they had female. This is a female-centric show that definitely passes the Bechdel test, just not in the scene. Um, So the first meeting that they have of the day is with this writer named Azalea. And Liza and Charles and Kelsey are all in there, and they're trying to sell Azalea on this new app that is going to revolutionize the industry. And do you know what it does? No, no, I didn't read about it. Okay, it's called Incubator, like I-N-K, as opposed to Incubator. And what it does is it releases a new chapter of a book every week, as opposed to just releasing one book. It's kind of like a streaming service. It reminds me a little bit also of what they used to do in the old day with like newspaper articles. Exactly, they even compare it to like, we're bringing it back, but at the same time, we're moving it forward. It's just what Charles Dickens did. So, (laughs) So they also compared it to Netflix's House of Cards and then Orange is the New Black. Um, as two shows that really kicked off the whole streaming right. thing. And they also release audio to that chapter that they release at the same time. So, so it's, it's like someone that's yeah. able to... To me, though, it seems like, even with a subscription service, it seems like an awful idea. If I want to buy a book, I, I buy a right. book. Right, yeah, and you have other things like audio. You have different things that can compete against But it. I get it for the show. It works, and the agent is really... Or, sorry, the... Uh, Azalea is really into it, and her agent is just geared to talk to Charles and Liza separately. So it seems like they're really going to do it, right? Yeah, so Kelsey and uh, Azalea leave the room. The agent is basically like, hey, my boyfriend wrote a uh, <laughs> a play, and you guys should go see it because you'll love, you'll want to invest in that too. And so <laughs> Strange, okay, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really care about his client that much. But also, we had to realize as an audience that Kelsey actually isn't going to give Charles the incubator app that she's created her boyfriend has gotten into her head that she should shop it around which they did behind charles's back Mm -hmm. and they got better offers it reminded me a lot of what happened with barstool and the call your daddy podcast where the boyfriend of one of the girls got in her head and made them like shop it around call her daddy yeah that's why i said you said call your daddy oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay whatever all right so 
Liza uh, is the co-creator on the app. So Kelsey tells her about it and it's like, hey, you should leave with me. And Kelsey and Liza's like, no, you have my permission to go. Like, I'm totally cool with that. Look how far we've come because I assume um, Kelsey's been there since the beginning. She well, yes, yeah, first... yes. Do you, you, do you recognize who she's played by? No, who she played Hillary by? Hilary Duff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw her in the cast. I just didn't place her, I guess. So anyways, they cut to the musical, right? Mm-hmm. That's what this play is. And it's in this weird bar set Oh, thing. right. Yeah, I saw I saw pictures of that. Yeah. You saw pictures of it? Yeah, whenever I was on an article, they always showed, I think, Charles and Liza, like, sitting in, yeah. at one of the stools. Yeah, and, they're yeah. sitting in the stools, and they're waiting for this thing. And they're like, why would an agent randomly just invite us it to this? It is very odd. It's yeah. also weird how the agent had so many connections that this is how he chose to. Anyways, Scamalot. That's the name of the play. Scamalot. Okay. It's almost like Spamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's more spam a lot, but yeah. So they begin the thing and it's about crooks and bezlers and liars and they're all singing. So you have Bernie Madoff character there. You got <laughs> Rachel Dolezal, who is the woman who lied about her race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the person who ran the fire festival, Billy McFarland. Well, okay. And then you have Elizabeth Holmes and they're the four main characters. They're singing, singing, singing. It's she, by the way, Elizabeth Holmes is the fraud blood testing company lady mm-hmm. who got like billions of dollars and then found out that like her net worth was actually zero. Um, yeah, so they're all singing, and then the main character of the play shows up. And who did they stick in there? Liza. Not not the real one who's sitting right. at the but, <laughs> watching, but, but one that is supposed to. And she comes out there, and she's like, I'm the biggest liar of them all. I had a kid, and then I went and left the workforce. And I was like, that doesn't even sound like you're the biggest liar <laughs> of the world. But, and then everybody's clapping. And it's so weird because um, they're extorting her and Charles to basically pay them off to take her out of the play right yeah that's so that's but so by the end charles actually does that but like it does put a rock sort of in their relationship i, where I would imagine how much money is he like having? oh no, no it's not about that it's more just like he's like oh yeah i remember that she sort of lies sometimes and so now i have to like look at quinn's message more because quinn has sent a message saying hey look at this right okay all right all right but also i don't see the end game for the agent here yeah he got the money for the extortion but empirical seems like a pretty big company and they're based in new york and they're successful. And as soon as his, their clients get aware of like what this agent is up to, and it's a young guy, it's not like he's got a full um, history or anything like that. Well, not a history, but that he has a full firm to like fall back upon. I think this guy's screwed now. Right, that he's yeah. like <laughs> he's burnt his bridges. Um, so they've been hinting at Quinn's email this entire time, and Charles finally opens it. Like he deleted it, then he opened it, right. and. Uh, <laughs> So it's, and it's, I was expecting some dark shit. I was like, oh, what has Liza done now? And instead, it's just Quinn basically showing the fact that uh, Kelsey had been shopping around the, 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 the app, app incubator. And yeah. so, like, Charles is one thing is like, you have to be honest with me. You have to be honest or this thing won't work. And so he's kind of like pressuring Liza into telling him the truth by saying things like, during this 100th anniversary party gala that's coming up for my company, we're going to announce incubator. And that happens to be that day. So mm. then kelsey is freaking out and liza's like don't worry i'll tell him about the truth and they cut to the actual party and i'm like you had all day to tell him <laughs> and you got all dressed you up and you're at, at the party yeah. she is they are walking into the party and she's like oh i have something to tell you <laughs> <laughs> and so then he, they're at those steps and she's like two things one is uh kelsey's actually gonna leave the company I'm staying, but Kelsey's leaving. And it's like, okay, yeah, I actually knew that this was a test the whole time, and you're you passed. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, that's a little odd. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of mean. Um, but then also she tells him about uh, a writing seminar that she's like uh, put him in, entered him in a long time ago, and he actually got in. 
Mm-hmm. It's this thing called Yato, and he wants to be a writer, even though he's like 50. And he, this was supposed to be a happy moment, but he's more like concerned with the fact that she had lied beforehand. Right. Anyways, all all things are good. And then Kelsey goes to the party too. That's where her we see her boyfriend Rob, and he they're both celebrating. But then he goes full scumbag douche, bro, and he's like. I feel like you want special treatment for being a woman. I want to cut for the company setup deal that we just made. And then she's like, we're breaking up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so the, that ended real quick. And that's odd. That feels, it, did it feel like just kind of tacked on? Like they didn't know how it, to end it? Or did it no, actually it feels come like across? Kelsey just constantly dates trash bag mm. dudes. And <laughs> that's what happened. Um, so she gets really like self-conscious about her deal here. She, does, she realizes it's not going to go through. So she jumps on the stage and is like, rah rah empirical <laughs> like let's go empirical this Full is a great support. company yeah uh yeah i owe everything to Char- charles and it seems like she's trying to get her job back but then later on we see that she's left empirical and she uh, i guess she's humbled by the fact that she hasn't been able to sell the incubator thing and then she gets a call but we'll get to that we also get the <laughs> this one does feel tacked on the maggie storyline feels tacked on i think it's because she's played by a famous character she ends up just going on the date and then they have kind of a on and off again uh discussion and then they end up kissing and that's it yeah in this show i well like for kind of promos for the finale they would do a lot of interviews and maggie would speak a lot during them like she had the most even though stories. she's hardly in it but yeah then we get Lauren's storyline, and Lauren's supposed to be the young, like, Gen Zer, even though she's pushing 30 at this point, maybe in season one. <laughs> but she's fawning after Max. She apparently had been dating him at one point, but then broke up with him for being too bland. And he's the doctor who saved the father. And then ever since then, ever since that, <laughs> ever since that her, he saved her father, she's been having sex dreams about him. So she gets a one-on-one date with him. And Max seems super into her because he, he starts saying things like, I want to live my authentic life. And I'm always asking myself, WWLD, what would Lauren do? <laughs> and so Lauren would trust her real honest pieces. And, um, and so then in the craziest twist that the show could muster, Lauren's about to say that she wants to get back together. And then he's like, I'm dying to introduce my fiance. <laughs> and this big black guy, this big black nurse like walks up, cool dude. And they just kiss in front of her. And then and then she's like, well, um, I'm still into this. And, <laughs> and then the black guy starts laughing. And he's like, oh, she's joking, right? And then the guy's like, no, she's not. And then, and then it looks like they're in a, in a three-way relationship. You know, I, I basically read about this finale and, and all the reactions to it. So everything you said, I haven't been surprised by. But I did not hear a single word about that. Well, later on, Lies is like, oh, so you guys are in a thruple. And then she's like, thruple is so, like, you're so old. Like, no one uses that term. <laughs> I saw that term being used in the On My Block show. Like, that's where I first heard that term. Yeah, so it's, so, still, yeah. so it's funny that, it, and it was said by, like, the young kid. So right. I don't know. Um, so it turns out Charles is actually upset, but not about the Kelsey thing, not about the um, incubator, mm-hmm. but actually about the Yato thing. Because he's like, if I hadn't gotten in, would you have even told me? And she's like, no. And then he's like, well, then it would have been your little secret. <laughs> it was, like, the most <laughs> passive-aggressive thing that he could say. And then she's there's laying in bed, and she's like, we're not going to make it, are we? <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is the end of the episode. This is the, this is the last episode. Yep. Yep. You can't. All right. But anyways, uh, roll the credits. No, I'm, um, I, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, you're missing a big part, but yeah. well, there's not really that big of a part left. Kelsey then goes to her sisters to live there because she doesn't have a job anymore. And that's where Josh is. And Josh is like, well, you can actually live in my old place because I bought the whole building. 
and he's like he's a tattoo artist <laughs> yeah, in the at least in the preview for the first but episode. he makes amazing tattoos so much so that he can just get a ton of money for everybody it. in this show is rich like they're so entitled it's it, that's another sex in the city thing they just don't care right. about money at all however it's funny because the show is clearly shot on a budget <laughs> yeah like there are no songs in this show besides the one that was independently made for the broadway production like they wrote that one but there is no other music besides like the most basic copyright free music that you can get <laughs> okay so there's no famous songs that you're gonna hear there's so many standstill shots of like outdoor buildings that are just like exterior yeah yeah but they're clearly just bought like from an online portal <laughs> of some sort stock market yeah yeah stock market <laughs> online exterior shots <laughs> Um, so yeah, Charles has one last meeting with Liza the next morning. She feels like she's going to get fired, even though they're in a relationship. It's a kind of like a breakup, but he promotes her to editor in chief of empirical. Turns out he is going to go to Yato after all. And he's like, you don't think it's too late to start a second career, do you? And then she's like, never. And then <laughs> she's like, Charles, thank you. And then he's like, no, Liza. Thank oh, you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and there the credits roll. I was like, where? <laughs> All right, so they're at the bar. Kelsey, apparently, even though she's uh, living somewhere else now, got a call, and she's been hired by Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoon's company for investing, and she's moving to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and so Liza goes to get drinks at the same bar It's from the first episode where she met Josh. Okay, so, so they did kind of show that. Yeah, now. and they're just kind of repeating it, and Josh is there approaching her again, with the line, the best line, um, you know what? I've been here right by your side all along. <laughs> and, and and then it zooms out and it's like clear that they're going to get together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's and that's how they end the show, right? That's when the credits actually do. You roll. know what's also funny about the fact that they don't play music in the show? I saw the first thing is it's produced by M- MTV. Yeah, you'd well, think that MTV would have music at their disposal. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was shown on TV Land for the first six seasons, then really? moved to Paramount Plus for the seventh season. Even though TV Land, uh, I believe in July, is going to start airing the episodes, which I do find a little. I odd. know that season one through six is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Then Paramount Plus, yeah, you need for season seven. Right. Yeah, and so in the end, uh, I, before I get to the finale reviews, I guess I want to say this show has been highly rated. A lot of fans like seasons one through five. They feel like six and somewhat a seven were kind of way too melodramatic. But that, maybe, but this was this was pretty awful. I mean, it this, had, this episode was pretty awful. It was so easy to pick up on what was going on, but some of those scenes were seriously laborious to just sit through. Yeah, well, seasons one through six, I think, have a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes, and then season seven, I think, has a ninety-seven percent with a consensus. So uh, it seems like the fan, the critics like it. Um, seven point eight on IMDb. This finale, however, has a five point six, and critics. And fans just because she it. switches to Josh at the end, is yeah, that they why? feel like a. So this is just a relationship show well, where people yes. just tag along to see how it ends. Yes, yeah. people are mad that it switches gears in the middle. They feel like the episode prior to it would have been a way better, uh, just series oh, yeah, finale. Oh yeah, Quinn leaves and 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 ends up yeah, not being it, with Charles. It's a happier I do get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'd still give this show like a four out of ten though. I feel like as soon as you ditch the premise of the idea of her trying to play someone younger you lose the whole thing that makes the whole show unique then it just turns into some lifetime movie from what i saw with the recap it was one of those things where the secret was shown to some people in season two then some people in season three then almost got out then did get out you know it was one of those things but how did it get out to the point where it is 
as big a story as, say, Bernie Madoff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's just a lady who lied about her age on a resume. It feels like that would happen I think, a lot. I, I'm not sure, but it was a season six. They were at a dinner, and I think someone just finally let it out. They were like, yeah. Screamed it out. Yeah. yeah and, and She's old. <laughs> like, that's it? <laughs> yeah, around there. Uh, overall, I, I should say on Rotten Tomatoes, as in 99%, and I believe that is certified it's, fresh. Okay. But Vulture gave it, like, a two out of five and just was like, this is not a definitive ending. They really didn't give you anything here. Uh, and it felt conclude like it felt like everybody did get their nice tied in a boat not uh <laughs> finale well yeah. darren star did say that he was open to doing a movie if the opportunity ever came around and even he was set to do actually i have a game here um it's, it's about hillary duff's character kelsey peters and i want to see if you can guess what uh ended up happening out of these four scenarios so like for, to her character or her in real life yeah well no it's it's uh three it's three lies and one truth Okay. And uh, and I'll read the scenarios here. So one was, it was supposed to be a spinoff show with Hillary Duff that centered around Kelsey Peters that Darren Star was going to make into a TV show. However, after the series concluded, the spinoff was no longer in development, most notably because of Hillary Duff's part in the new How I Met Your Mother spinoff, How I Met Your Father. That's the... That's, the... that's not real okay. <laughs> <laughs> no the, the the first part you had me but the second i don't think there's a how i met your father in the works right, well the second one is her ending was majorly rewritten when duff herself disapproved of an undisclosed darker ending for the character hmm. number three is kelsey peter's original ending involved chad together with kelsey who originally dated her brother thad chad. who was no, killed what? off by having a no. piece of construction debris falling on him no 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 no, no. okay and then <laughs> hillary duff said that Kelsey Peters was the most authentic character she ever played. So, do you need, do you need that, that one? <laughs> that one? Yeah. Uh, was the first one? Oh, how I Met Your Father. That was my <laughs> second one. So, How I Met Your Father is actually in the works? Yeah. The first part of that sounded completely legit. It was that second part that felt just like, really? She's going to be cast in that, and that's the reason why they that's didn't That's the reason why they didn't the, do a spin-off. The first part sounded so real because the whole moving to L.A. thing that Reese Witherspoon mentioned, mm-hmm. like it felt like something where you could build a show off of that yeah well apparently hillary duff was pregnant during the filming of this season so the production team kept on having to try and find ways to like hide her stomach throughout the whole entire just have her wear like a green shirt and then just belly it out you know (laughs) i think that's what they did with gal gadot (laughs) and uh wonder woman but yeah no they finished filming in february they did shoot it during COVID. another big thing (laughs) gal gadot was nine months pregnant during wonder woman (laughs) well another big thing was the fact that josh was not in this season at all like throughout the whole he wasn't in this episode at all yeah, well, he would, but that's another big thing because people were like, Charles was just way better for her because we barely even saw Josh throughout the whole entire season. Because this show isn't watched by too many people, I don't mean to be insulting for the people who like it. Actually, well, I mean, on TV land, it got huge ratings. Like, it was beating demographics, key demographics. Okay, great. So this show is watched by a lot of people. What they should have done <laughs> is they should have released two endings. And then you just watch the one that you like. Yeah, they could have left it and they could have gotten rid of the scene where Charles was like, or this isn't going to work anymore or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just just take that part out of it and then end the show that way. It would only save like five minutes off the shape, five minutes off the episode. Well, I'm not sure. And then also keep this other one. I'm not sure how many people didn't like, I know people didn't like her getting together with Josh, but I'm not sure. I think a lot of people also just hated the fact that they broke up and it was one. That's what I'm saying. If they never... If they never broke up, then that would only shave five minutes. But you're off saying the end, it, end it where Charles says, I don't think this is going to no, work. No, but they're in bed together. And then Charles says the thing about like, oh, it's that would just be your secret. And then just have Liza either let that go or be like, 
stop being annoying. And then like they, <laughs> they go to bed. And it's like, we're together. <laughs> okay. That would have ended the show in a, in a peaceful way as well. And then Kelsey could do the whole, and then they could have gotten rid of the whole thing, hinting that Kelsey was going to get her own show. Well, yeah, no, that, would, that would have been true. Um, Killed two but, birds with one stone, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how far the actual Kelsey Peters show got into development before it ended up being done, but th- that's about all I have for this about show. About six episodes yeah. through. So people like the first <laughs> first five <laughs> seasons, and then they just hate the finale, basically. So. Well, what did they think of the last two, though? You said that they, they, they said that the okay. last two were... No, they said the last two was more melodramatic, but this mm-hmm. one, they were like, this is one of the worst ways you could have ended it. However, some reviews did say it was like a satisfying I conclusion. feel like I missed something really funny with the father who was like push-up contest and then gets a heart attack almost immediately like how does that work well i stated before if you just see the recap it's one of those things where if you see the show it's not gonna be as funny because you know what happens but if you it just consecutively gets weirder and weirder and weirder as you watch it it's like 11 minutes on youtube so all right um well that'll be it for this episode thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode bye bye